everybody. Deanna Lay, CEO and founder of ICAG. I know a guy slash gal. I am here today with Kirk Fobble of the Kirk D. Fobble Insurance Advisors. I'm so excited to have my friend Kirk on today. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you, not only you yourself, but why insurance? Uh, first and foremost, I'm a uh, parent of four and uh, married to my beautiful wife, Becky, for about uh, uh, eight and a half years now. So uh, I've got a great family, a blended family at home, like many of us do uh, these days. And our kids, uh, if you've seen the movie, Mine, Yours and Ours, uh, we've got a little bit of that going on. We've got age range from 27 uh, at our oldest. We've got 27, 25, uh, 22 and uh, just turned six. So we've got quite the gamut. And our uh, little one definitely keeps us on our, our toes. So uh, love having the opportunity to kind of do it over again because things that bothered you in your 20s uh, mm -hmm. don't necessarily bother you as much in, <laughs> in your 40s. So uh, so it's a lot of fun and uh, really enjoying it. And uh, that's a really big part of how I got in insurance. Um, I love the educational aspect of insurance. Uh, I'm fairly risk adverse, so it kind of fits my personality. But my background, uh, like yourself, I had some retail management experience. I actually spent over 23 years managing uh, big box retail stores, worked in uh, corporate training, corporate management. And when my oldest went to college, it, it just wasn't conducive to work retail and try to balance. I was a single parent uh, trying to balance parenting your kids and being able to go to their college events and pick them up when they needed to be picked up. So I uh, took a, a chance to uh, reevaluate uh, my professional life. And um, um, a friend of mine had worked at uh, an insurance company and thought uh, with my background and my personality to do well. And here I am uh, almost six years later. Look at you. And then, so you decided to do something fun during COVID and that's start your own brokerage. So how has that uh, how has that transition been? And what do you love about that the most? You know, it's worked extremely well and really glad I did it. So like many people, I started with a captive insurance agency, meaning you work for one particular carrier and that's the only brand you sell for the most part. And it was a great place to learn the business. It was a great place to get trained. Uh, you have a little more resources right at your fingertips when questions come up. Uh, a lot of people around you. So if you do have questions, uh, people can answer those questions. So I was prepared in early 2020 to uh, to make the leap to be becoming uh, independent and having more carriers. Because just like Walmart or Target, people want choices. In today's world, people need choices because not every carrier likes every situation. Some people like newer cars, some like older cars. Some are great with teen drivers, some are not. Okay. Uh, so we need to have that flexibility to really take care of your clients and build long-term relationships. So I was all set for April 1st, I actually had my contract for April 1st, uh, 2020. And uh, grateful that the person I initially kind of started working with on the independent side allowed us to put the brakes on it because that was two weeks into uh, everything being shut down, not yeah. even two weeks. So what I had noticed just with the relationships I had built um, in the, the few years prior and uh, staying active on social media and uh, being in a position where I was helping people and volunteering, mm -hmm. my referrals actually increased nice. when uh, COVID hit. Okay. I'm like, well, 
I can either keep trying to uh, work with just this one brand or I can work on building my own business. And I chose in August of 2020 to, to go out on my own and uh, so glad I did. Yeah. Haven't looked back since, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so with the transition to kind of being your own boss, running, running mm -hmm. all the things, what have you found is the most rewarding? Um, I think the most rewarding is just building something that's yours. You're not building something for someone else. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of success in my professional career, got a lot of bonuses, a lot of recognition, but all of that work was basically to line someone else's pockets and to help someone else's business grow. So uh, the most rewarding part is through all the struggles, the blood, sweat, and tears per se, is building something that has your name on it right. and the success or failure falls on your shoulders, which is a lot of uh, challenge at some point, but also when things are going well, it's a huge reward and feels great to build something for your own future and your family's future. Gosh, that's a great explanation. I don't know if I've heard it explained so well. <laughs> so I know you got into it a little bit, but what wakes you up excited to, to take on the day every day? What is your why? And you know, I know you pretty well, but to be able to verbalize it, I know for everybody else would be amazing. Sure. And, and I had touched base a little bit with uh, the flexibility to uh, spend time with my family, being able to go to conferences. Again, when you're working retail, you miss plenty of kids plays. You often can't go on field trips. There's a lot of stuff you can't do. But to me, my, you know, that goes with the territory of being a parent is you have to take care of your family and uh, part of being a spouse. But I feel like I was put on this earth to do more than just make money for myself and buy a house and buy a car. From a young age, I was pretty, pretty ingrained in me that it was a part of me was to, uh, to help other people. Okay. And, and again, when you work for someone else and you work for a corporation, sometimes there's some opportunities to help in your community, but for the most part, you're helping who your company has chosen. I was just going to say that yeah. right? they say, hey, yeah. we're going out and having a service day and here's who we're going to uh, do the service for versus yeah. doing something that lights your soul on fire. Yeah. So the, being my own boss and being flexible allows me to to give back to my community in many different ways. And it allows me to volunteer at schools and uh, uh, help out whenever I need to help out. And I can schedule my work around it versus trying to find ways to help in your community when it's convenient for your employer. That's so one of the huge benefits of being self-employed. Yeah, that's so great. So what has been a cause for celebration in your business lately? I know the economy is a smidge crazy right now, but, you know, everything's cyclical and you have always had such an optimistic attitude on things. So tell me something that's going good. Um, anyone who owns a home and actually you and I have talked about this before knows your insurance is going up a lot. It's a really tough time for everything, whether you're you're buying groceries or gas or paying your, your bills. It's a really tough time out there. And uh, I try to be as proactive as possible with folks and let them know I'm working hard for them and I'm going to communicate clearly and try to guide them the best possible way. Through all this chaos this year of 30, 35% home increases, um, I've shopped a lot of people, shopped a lot more than I typically would just because the increases are so big, mm -hmm. but it's an industry-wide issue. It's not like one or two carriers are seeing big increases. 
everybody has seen these massive increases because of building materials, uh, appreciation of your housing, labor, all that good stuff. I haven't lost a single client um, due to uh, premium changes. And the only client I've lost this year is a young man who decided to move out of the country. So I uh, feel pretty good about that. Yeah, you should. You really should. I'm I'm patting you on the back, virtual pat on the back, because that's huge. That not only speaks to the service that you provide your clients, but also how well you educate them. And a little bit off script, I'd actually love for you to go into why you're so passionate about educating not only your clients, but you're very active on social media with making sure that people as a whole um, know what to look out for, truthfully. <clears throat> So I've got a lot of years of uh, coaching experience. I coached uh, girls lacrosse uh, in high school. I coached basketball and um, in football. Uh, believe it or not, in college, I actually coached five and six-year-olds how to bowl. So oh. uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't know that about you. That is fun. <laughs> went to school to be a uh, teacher, spent time in, the, um, in corporate training in one of the retailers I worked with. And the way our, our retail store was structured and our company was structured in many cases was you were the trainer. Um, it wasn't sent to someone else. So I love that teaching aspect of it. And I think most people buy insurance because someone told them to, you go to the car dealership, they need your proof of insurance. You buy a house, you have to show your uh, insurance. So many people buy something that someone gave them and have no idea what they're, they're purchasing. Yeah. So I love for people to understand what it is, what it covers, what it doesn't cover, but on the social media side, some of these increases that we see are because unfortunately people are responsible for those, whether it's reckless driving or making mistakes that uh, potentially could cost you a lot of money, not maintaining your home can cost all of us money. Or uh, using a turkey fryer inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all the, uh, the car thefts that we're seeing and most of them aren't necessarily anyone's fault, especially with the, uh, the Kias and Hyundais out there. Um, all of those vehicles, it's a comprehensive claim if you have coverage for comprehensive. In Missouri, comprehensive claims don't directly count as points against you to where your rates are going to skyrocket. So yeah. if you have a $20,000 car stolen, and there's been thousands of them stolen just in Missouri alone, all of that expense is spread out equally to all of us, whether or not we own the key or not. So Part of what I try to do with uh, my Facebook is try to help educate people on how do you keep yourself safe? How do you keep your, your home safe? How can you protect your car, your, your presence that you're going to go buy on Black Friday this year? What are some things I can do to make sure I, I don't become a victim? I certainly don't want to victim blame or blame people for someone else's actions, but there's always things we can do to help ourselves um, use insurance more wisely. I love that. And you're there to back us up. Should we have any questions or absolutely crazy ideas? I don't know. Always talk to your insurance agent first, everybody, absolutely. before you just go out and do something. Um, so with the economy being the way it is, uh, there are still people out there starting businesses. And that's what I absolutely love is us small business owners are the backbone of America. If you could say one thing to a new business owner, what would you share? Um be prepared for a lot of uh, excitement, but also a lot of heartache and a lot of challenges. Um, one of the most surprising things, I think, even for me, understanding the business before I got into it, is the amount of cost associated with uh, with opening a business. Uh, there's not much 
we can do all by ourselves anymore. And I, I handled like my LLC by myself, mm -hmm. but when you get a commercial lease, you need to hire a lawyer to review the lease to make sure that the, uh, the lease is at least neutral. Uh, if not favorable. You should hire a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, lease costs are expensive and I have to add insurance for the, uh, the business. So you really need to sit down and, and have a plan and a budget and uh, don't wing it. And then also, many people get into businesses because maybe they're good at it. I especially see this in the contractor side. Well, I'm a good carpenter. I build things really well, so I'm going to start a business, but maybe have no business experience whatsoever. So cutting with a saw is, a, is the easy part, but how do you handle customer issues and insurance? And how do I handle all these other parts of the business? So don't be afraid to not necessarily, you could find a coach. It's one way to do it. Mm -hmm. But I've experienced that there's enough people in the world that want to see you succeed and yeah. want to help you that you can pick up a ton of stuff by people just uh, being a mentor and, and being a friend to you. That's right. Yeah. When you give to people without expectation of anything in return, then you'll find that they are ready to give back to you if you just ask them for the help that you need. So absolutely. That. Absolutely. So how can people best get a hold of you? I know you're like me, you're out there on the interwebs, but if people sure. want to get a hold of Kirk Fobble, what's the easiest, best way to do so? And then share all the things. Sure. So I'm the blessing. I'm a generation Xer. So that means I kind of know how to do everything. So I'm, I'm technologically savvy. I, I can still pick up a phone, but uh, people can either call my cell phone, which is uh, everyone gets my cell phone. Um, you can go to my webpage, which is fobleinsurance.com and request a, a quote on there. Uh, also very easy to look me up on uh, Facebook and uh, send me a message through, uh, through my business, business page as well. So I can text, I can make phone calls, I can do videos, whatever is easiest for my client is the way I'm going to work in, in their space for them. That's fantastic. Well, I will make sure to link all of his information in um, the post below as well as the show notes. So if you have any questions for me about Kirk, I'm happy to tell you all the good things that I know about him for sure. Um, I'm happy to give a testimonial for him and what he's done for us. Uh, but I also know that he's super easy to get a hold of and very responsive. So Kirk, thank you so much for uh, being with me today. You're absolutely phenomenal and keep doing what you're doing. You're adding so much good to this world. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. No problem.